You are listening to St. Martin's School Podcast. Welcome back to our weekly show. I'm Mr. Lopez and you are listening to St. Martin's Radio. Although at some point it looked as it would never happen, the truth is that the moment to reopen our school is finally here. Next week, students will be heading back to their classrooms to meet their classmates and form tutors for the first time in almost four months. This is such a very important moment for all of us, students and teachers alike, and it will be happening under new and special circumstances and to talk about these circumstances uh, we have invited to St. Martin's Radio our own head teacher Mr. Jarvis who will explain in great detail how school will work for the last three weeks Mr. Jarvis himself will also answer the questions of our year 7 collaborators Archie Corbin and Madison Jones interesting program ahead of us once again stay tuned stay with us stay with sir martin's radio Podcast radio show. Good morning, Mr. Jarvis. Good morning, Mr. Lopez. Thank you for being here uh, today, sir. Um, I might be wrong, but I'm probably thinking that at the moment, this is one of the most challenging times for head teacher. Unbelievably so, yes. You, you know, you prepare for most eventualities. Uh, fire drills, uh, misbehaving children and so on. And misbehaving staff sometimes. But <laughs> certainly, um, I don't think anything prepares you for a pandemic. Definitely not, no. One of the reasons um, we invited you today, sir, is because uh, many students, parents and teachers like me uh, we are very excited about going back to school. Um, although we have um, um, a good understanding how it's going to be, uh, it will be fantastic to hear from your own voice and the preparations the school has made. Um, now that the school is reopening, 
Would you be able to briefly outline how it's going to be that first week back and also the following three weeks after the first contact with the school? I'm talking about the timetable, the schedule of events, uh, what your groups are attending, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. I'll give an overview and then perhaps uh, opportunity to ask any questions because there's a lot of detail within okay. the planning that we've undertaken. So the first week um, is referred to as a check-in week, okay? And this is very much what the Welsh Government have decided uh, to do in their approach to education in Wales and the return to schools, is to have a check-in, a catch-up and a prepare session. Now, the check-in is very much for pupils to come into the school and see the school very differently to what uh, they will have known before, and for the staff. So this week we have almost a check-in, catch-up and prepare session for staff. On Wednesday, staff will be coming in and they will be going through and seeing the school, how it's been transformed. Uh, now, transformation usually sounds like it's a, a positive and a nice thing, but for us in a school, I think what is important for pupils and staff to understand is that it will be very restrictive coming back into a school environment. And those restrictions are for safety um, of paramount importance to the pupils and to the staff, because uh, not to scare people, but as people know, the virus is still very much alive and within our communities. So whatever we've done has been a restrictive model in order to keep people safe. What we do want for pupils though, and for staff is for it to be as enjoyable as it possibly can be and to be focused on well-being. So um, very much like your tutors will do with you when uh, you get a very good tutor, you'll come in in the morning and you'll see your tutor and they'll ask, how are you? What difficulties are you having? Maybe have you got you know, your, all your equipment and so on? They'll be doing a very similar thing for you. But they'll be talking about your time during lockdown, okay? And picking up any issues that you might have had with work that was set, with um, passwords, with locating work, difficulties in particular subjects maybe, or maybe just, you know, how you're feeling, the, the difficulties and the challenges that you may be having, because they won't be just personal to you. They will be shared difficulties and challenges, and they'll be challenges that staff have had as well as pupils. So it will be as much as it can be a conversation about what do you need to do um, during this check-in session. And it's a very short session, okay, but we've got very small groups as well because what people need to understand as well is that the way in which Wales as a nation is approaching check-in, uh, catch-up and prepare is very much a trial and maybe something that we look to do in the future as part of distance learning um, and a blended learning approach. So pupils will come in, um, they will check in, first of all, uh, in what we've termed as a health check. Now that sounds almost like an MOT, it's nothing as, uh, as invasive or as rigorous as that. If uh, you've seen your mother or father ever take a car for an MOT and they're, they're nervous, is it gonna pass? It's more to check that you are healthy and ready to come into school, okay? So I've outlined those details in my letters previously, but that's to make sure that you're, you're ready to come in through, through the school gates. And then you'll have a route into your classroom for your check-in session. Uh, 
Can you tell us what are the rooms allocated for the health checks? We've got three routes um, into school for pupils coming in for a check-in session. The one route will be Hillside via the school reception, which will be health check. Uh, I forget the number, so I'm not going to say health check. <laughs> I haven't got my papers in front of me, but will be a health check station and staff will meet you there. Um, if any of you have queued up going into the supermarket, you know, with the distance markers, there'll be distance markers leading up to each of the check-in sessions for you to queue to get in. Um, the second health check station will be the old drama room, you know, Miss Weston's old dra drama room. So that's another health check station. And the third health check station is the old, uh, not the old, the new catering room. So where Miss Shopland does all of her fantastic cooking. Okay, um, and on letters that will have been posted out, uh, and all pupils should have received those if they signed up to come into school, and if their parents wanted them to come into school, then they will have received a letter and it will say what health check station you need to go to. Really important, you bring that slip with you, which will say the health check station, the route through the school, and the classroom. We will have spares on school sites, so if people forget them, but obviously we're trying to get a lot of pupils through in a short amount of time as safely as we can. So it'd be good to bring in those slips as well. Um, all the uh, staff in the school has been working very hard um, to ensure the health and safety of uh, our pupils. Can you um, talk a bit more about those safety measures that you put into place, uh, including maybe any work or the transformation, as you mentioned before, of the building? Yes, certainly. So um, classrooms which we are using for uh, the check-in, catch-up and prepare sessions have been uh, transformed quite considerably. So within those classrooms, you don't have normal desks now uh, and the normal setup and the normal layout where you might have had 34 children in one classroom if you're you, you know big class. Um, there will be restricted numbers within those class based on the size of the classroom and obviously Desks need to be and pupils need to be two metres apart at all times. And also the teacher needs to be two metres apart. So when you go into one of those classrooms, there'll be exam tables that you will sit at. Mm -hmm. And that'll be quite nice preparation for the future. When you do sit your exams, you won't be scared of an exam table or, a, or laid out in that way. Um, so you'll go in, uh, you'll walk across a designated pathway and you'll go to your exam desk. Okay, there's not a seating plan for that. Okay, so you know where you feel comfortable to sit to start with. Okay, bearing in mind you're two meters apart, which is a, a long length, it's almost as tall as I am uh, long. So, you know, you're not going to be chatting with your friends in the same way. And um, that's, you know, that's a bit of a challenge because, you know, I know that staff, when they see each other, the first thing they want to do is shake hands or give them a hug because they've missed them. Uh, and you'll probably want to do the same with your friends, but that's obviously not possible. When you go into those classrooms, they have been transformed so that they're two metres apart. Your teacher's desk will have markings around it, almost like a box that they cannot come out of, um, uh, except in emergencies, obviously. So, so they will teach within that box. Now, that goes against everything we've, we've learned as teachers and, and the fact that we circulate and we make, you know, get down on a level with the pupils and work with the pupils. It'll be very, very different to that. It'll be back to almost 1960s way of teaching where the teacher stands at the board, writes things down, and the only contact they have with you is to throw the board rubber or a piece of chalk. 
Yeah. And I won't be able to throw Super Pato, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, that makes me sad. <laughs> um, um, and, and you'll see, sorry, just to, just yeah, to say sure. your teachers will have PPE or the option to, not the option, they will have PPE on, okay? So um, we've provided staff with uh, face visors. I wish I had one with me so I could show you a face visor, which is probably the least intrusive thing to wear actually because you can still see their face you can still see their mouth you know moving um if you rely on the, on that way to communicate um eye contact and so on they they have been supplied with face masks okay so if they need to get in close contact to do certain work they will be wearing those face masks but uh, for the majority of the time it'll just be the visor um, and we will be all in coveralls, which probably be quite amusing for you to start with. We, you know, like overalls, like a garage worker wears. Um, so we each have our own uh, individual named uh, overalls. And, and the reason for that is to stop any contamination going onto our clothes and spreading them when we go on a train, a bus, get home to our families and so on. Mm. So, so we'll, we will look very different, I suppose, and probably quite amusing to some of you to start with. I, I suppose a positive for some people is that we're opening up the use of mobile technology for pupils to be able to use their own mobile phones should they need to make notes and use those in the class uh, or their own mobile devices. So if they've got Chromebook and they want to bring that into school and go on the network, then they can just to help them out. Um, after the initial week, uh, how is it going to work? Are they coming back on a regular basis every day or there is one day allocated for each year group? Yep, so, so week two and week three, and I know you said, this is probably an important point at, at the beginning, Mr. Lopez, you said, what will they be doing for weeks one, two, three, and, and four? Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for me to say that there, there isn't a fourth week because um, the local authority has decided, so that's the council, have decided that the fourth week won't happen. So the plan was to take a, a, a week of your holiday and teachers' holidays and Teachers were very happy with this, actually. They cannot wait to, to have you back. In, in all seriousness, they, they have missed you greatly, actually. Um, so they were happy to give up a week of their holiday and, and support for another, another week. Uh, but the local authority, along with 21 other local authorities, and there are only 22 in the country, have decided not to open for that fourth week um, for various reasons. So we will focus on the three weeks. So in week two and week three, um, they will be more of a catch-up and a prepare session, okay? And catch-up and prepare, in my mind, and I think in your teacher's mind, are the same things. So when you're talking to a child, you don't say, right, you need to catch up on this, um, and then next week I'll talk to you about how you prepare for September. They're one and the same thing, okay? So they're, they're an amalgamated session. And pupils will have a day to come in for those sessions. We're trying not to overpower students by saying, right, let's send everything out to, at once. So your second week of your timetable will come out this week, towards the end of this week, okay, so you'll know what days you're in. And then next week, you'll get your third week of the timetable, okay? Uh, because we're conscious that sometimes you can have what's called cognitive overload. That means you, your brain is swimming with a lot of information to manage at once. So we're trying to stagger that as well for you. But the second and third week will focus on English, maths, and science, okay? You'll come in and you'll have a three-hour session. So you'll have one hour of, it might start with maths, 
and then you won't move, your teacher will move, so your teacher will disappear out of the room, and then it'll pop a science teacher, or a maths teacher, or an English teacher, and you'll do three separate hour slots like that, okay? Because obviously what we've got to manage, just final point, sorry, is the movement of pupils around corridors as well, so that they're staggered in their timings. That's going to look like a Spanish school because in, in Spain, guys, we, we don't have our own rooms as teacher. You have your own room and then teachers go around. So you're going to have experience of a Spanish school there. Um, my next question, sir, um, is about year 10 and 12, current year 10 and year 12. I wonder if, if there is um, a special focus on those year groups to help them face in the, the future exams. Yes, there will be, most definitely. And, and the way in which we're doing the, the catch-up and prepare sessions before the summer is that we're prioritizing the exam classes and then as we go through the weeks, we're going down to key stage three. Okay, Not to say that they're less important, but we know that the exam classes are more panicked and more concerned about what's going to happen. In reality, um, come next summer, exams will probably look very different. And don't quote me on this, I am guessing and I am reading from what, what, what is out there in the press and what is coming from exam boards. I think inevitably year 10 have missed so much, if we, if we take year 10 and year 12, have missed so much of their studies already that we cannot possibly cover all of that content and all of those skills in sufficient time. So there will be a revision to exams, some kind of different exams, I suspect, in the summer. Um, and there may be um, the ability for teachers to um, undertake what is called centre-assessed grading, which we've done with Year 11. And I'm flagging this up because I think it's vitally important for Year 10 and Year 12 to work hard all the way through the year because they need to show teachers in every single session how well they can do because they will be making judgments which will feed into their overall GCSE and their A-levels in the future. It's not just going to be based on an exam, I don't suspect. My question about September uh, was, um, can we expect um, changes into, into uh, the new reality? Are we going back to normal, like nothing happened, or we will continue with, with this new way of teaching? Um, Two-part answer, really, because um, from, from a government standpoint, they are planning and preparing for this to go on for a long time, okay? Um, and blended learning, which is the new term associated with the way in which we're working, and, th and that just means a mix of online learning, face-to-face, -face, Google Hangout, you know, all the different um, ways, of, ways of teaching, seems as though it will be the way of working for the next year, certainly, or until there's a vaccine and an eradication of the virus from our society, okay? Or until the rate of reproduction is as low as it can be within the virus and that we can start to get more and more pupils back into school, okay? But you've seen how it's worked in other countries. As people have started mixing more, the virus has naturally taken a, a spike, unfortunately, and people have tragically lost their lives. So. Again, I think this way of working is going to be with us for a, a long time. But I think there's a lot of benefits from this way of working as well. We do miss that physical interaction with people. I think every single human being does. Um,
but there's a lot of positives in in the in the way in which you're able to manage your own time you are probably as as generations going to be the most independent learners that we've ever had because you've had to be we give you the work we coach you along the way and you get on with it so what what does worry me is those children who can, do not have that independence or that support at home and how we're going to manage to support them as pupils in you know study groups and so on uh, and as each other so this way of working is with us in some form for a long time to come what we're hoping as a school is we can increase numbers on school sites so that we can see you more and help you more there will be some students that will not be able to join us uh, in the next few weeks uh, however it's my understanding that distance learning will continue as usual am i right sir yes it is yeah so you know even though the government is saying we're returning to school school is reopening on the 29th that distance learning that work which is being sent home still needs to continue and i think it's important and, and probably i'm stressing it a bit too much but pupils and parents realize that from september it's not going to be business as it was as usual and everyone walks in on the first or second of september and we carry on we've got to understand that We've still got to work a bit over the summer holidays, but you need to get your rest. And we're going to be working on distance learning for quite a long time to come. Now it's time for that pause, but don't go anywhere because we continue talking to Mr. Jarvis and then Archie Corbin, Madison Jones, my collaborators will be here with us to continue asking amazing questions that interest you. So don't go anywhere, stay with us. Hi all, hope you're safe and well. Looking forward to seeing you when we're all back. Love Mrs. Lewis, PRE. Hello everybody, it's Miss Banks. Um, <clears throat> just a little message to say that I'm missing you all. Um, although I'm obviously loving spending the extra time with Polly and Tilly Marie, um, now I really am beginning to miss um, all my pupils as well. So I really can't wait until we're all back together. Um, I hope you're well, um, I hope you're staying safe and I hope you're um, reading. Miss you. Hello everyone, it's Mrs Manson here. I hope that you're all keeping well during this difficult time and that you're continuing to engage in the lots of different activities that your teachers are putting online for you. Um, hopefully we can all be back together at school uh, soon. Um, in the meantime, stay safe. Hi everyone, Mr. Richard here. Just a quick message to say, I hope you're all doing okay. Look after yourselves and look after the people around you. Keep following the government's advice and uh, we'll see you all soon. Cheers. Hey, it's Miss Prasad. Hope you're taking good care of yourselves and your families. Hope to see you soon. Hi everyone, this is Mrs. Jones. Looking forward to seeing you all again. Hope that you all stay safe. Hola chicos, it's Miss Rooks here. Hope you're enjoying as best as you can anyway 
your time in lockdown and learning lots of new skills, lots of life skills. Um, hope to see you soon. Bye, adios, hasta luego. You are listening to St. Martin's School Podcast. And we are back. Welcome to Archie Corvin. Hola. Hello. Hola, senor. ¿Qué tal, Archie? Uh, bien. Maddy, my collaborator, long-time collaborator by now, Madison Jones. Hola, Maddy. Hola. Uh, are you excited, guys, about next week? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah? I bet you can't wait. Come on, you are bored now. That is lockdown's look, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can do that. Clothes, haven't you? You're all they're all hanging up, they're all ready. Your pencil case, your pencil sharpened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. the pen supply. It's like Christmas. So Archie and Matty have some questions for Mr. Jarvis. And the first question comes from Archie. Okay. So sir, um, Will the science, English, and maths talks with tutors, what would they look like? Will there be more of a lesson or will they just be a talk about the work being set? Yeah, they won't be lessons as such. So they won't say, right, in you come, we, we're doing algebraic fractions today and, and you know, get your whiteboards out for maths. They, it, it won't be like that. It'll be, right, this is a recap of what we've set probably, okay, let's check, let's ascertain where you are, okay, what difficulties have you had, particularly as individuals or as a group, and then what do we need to do to prepare you, to be able to move you forward, okay, and, and then, you know, identifying any individual difficulties that you've got so that your teachers can help you and they can plan, because we get constant daily feedback from pupils, after lessons, they sometimes they say, I didn't understand that at all. You know, so teachers go away and they think, right, I need to teach that in a different way. And at the moment, we haven't got that feedback from you. So we need that feedback and, and we need to be able to, to support you and help you. Yeah, so it won't be taught lessons as such. I know some teachers are, are just planning some quite fun educational games, okay? And I know that that is possible. Okay, to have a fun educational game. Um, just to break that ice and get you back into it, forming those relationships, you know. But there will be a section of that check-in, catch-up and prepare, which will be getting you ready for September. Okay. Maddie. Um, how will you make sure that all pupils know where their designated classroom is? Because um, I'm not sure sure where mine is. Okay. So... Um, all designated classrooms then have been uh, assigned to pupils and all pupils should be, if they haven't already, receiving a letter okay, for the check-in sessions, then the catch-up and then the prepare sessions. And on the bottom of that letter is a slip and it just breaks down the basic information. So it'll say, you know, who your teacher is, what classroom and what route. Okay. If you're panicked about that and don't understand it in any way, because it is all new, that's not a problem. Turn up to the um, entrance that you need to get into, which again will be on, identified on your letter. It'll say rectory or hillside. Um, and then there'll be members of staff there to help you and support you and, and to go through and direct you as well. And what we're doing around the school, we've got 18 members of staff on stations around the school. So as you come in, and you check in on one of those, those, those health check stations, 
you will then be directed on your route, okay? And then there'll be teachers at various points and support staff at various points, almost like, you know, airport attendants, walk this way or do you know where you're going? Almost, do you remember back to your six when you first came up here and you didn't know where you were going at all? Almost like that. Um, and we've got arrows, it seems like the latest thing, arrows uh, painted on the floor and stuck along the corridors so you know the direction that you need to walk, okay? Um, and any routes which you're not allowed to go down because we've got certain parts of the school closed out, they will say no entry, okay? So uh, Mr. Lopez will remember the crystal maze. It's not quite as complicated as <laughs> to the crystal maze. Uh, hopefully it's a lot more uh, direct. I should say, Maddie, don't be afraid to email your teachers um, and, and they'll help you out because they'll have the timetable or, you know, my email is out there. Just email me if you're stuck. OK. OK, thank you. Um, bring you back nostalgia there, sir, of your six. Um, will there be any work sets over the summer holidays or will it just be cool down now and enjoy what you have? Yeah, it's a very good point, Archie, because um, for some children, there'll be various um, levels of what they've done. Some children, believe it or not, will have done absolutely nothing, okay, and enjoyed the sun and thought, great, this is a great holiday, okay, and I don't need to do any work, okay. Um, others will have had real difficulties in their lives as well, different ones, so they might have had to care for someone with COVID, or they might have had, unfortunately, a bereavement, and it might be a really sad occasion for them. And understandably, they won't have done any work, or very little. And there'll be pupils who haven't got access to digital devices, or internet, or they're having to share them with brothers and sisters, and they found it very difficult to do any work. And then there'll be some who have absolutely worked their socks off and are exhausted, but have done nearly all the work, okay? So we're dealing with pupils within one class of say 10 on all of those scales, okay? And that's not because they've been lazy or they didn't want to do it necessarily, but because of challenges and difficulties. So, but we do need to catch up. There's also the reality we do still need to do the work or some of the work. Um, so your teachers will be saying, individually probably to you Archie you haven't done anything and there's no reason why you haven't done anything so over the summer this is what we're advising they might say to Maddie you've done so much work Maddie you really need to take your foot off the gas and have a break okay they might say to Mr Lopez I understand you've had difficulties okay and you've done some of it but you haven't done this um, and because of those difficulties it's important for you just to spend time with your family over the summer what I think is the important part to this, this answer really, Archie, is that it's our job to get you caught up, okay? And you'll have to work with us, but I don't want you worried about it. I don't want you coming to school scared or, or thinking, oh, I haven't done as much as Maddie or I haven't done as much as Mr. Lopez, you know, whoever it is in your class using as examples. I don't want you to be worried. It's our job, okay? We're the teachers. I'm leading the school. This is our job to get you caught up. Okay, and we'll do whatever we need to do to get you there. Okay, so that's the message, really. Don't worry, don't panic. We'll sort it out for you. Maddie, 
Um, I really like and miss PE lessons, um, but will we be doing them when we go back in September? And if so, what will they look like? I tell you what, the PE department have got some really exciting ideas for PE. Okay, There are restrictions on PE because you can't, at the moment, play physical contact um, PE. So you couldn't, you know, not that Mr. Lopez plays very good football, but I couldn't go and play a game of football with Mr. Thank you Lopez. for the compliment, sir. <laughs> you know, we couldn't play a game of football. Um, but there are some very exciting ideas that the PE department are putting together. And you might have seen them on Twitter, some of the things that they're trialing, you know, some of the yoga even, or the individual um, stretching exercises that they're doing, strength and conditioning exercises. It'll be more down that route, Maddie, to start with. Uh, we have uh, put in place a new fitness studio, new gym. So we've got new equipment coming for that. And um, that was pre, pre-COVID. So we were kind of ready with that, running machines and exercise bikes and all different things. And we're looking at more outdoor physical PE, you know. So whether we can get sets of mountain bikes, and whether we can go on walks and different things, you know, together. So lots of outdoor. What I'd like to see is some of this, um, you know, when you see a Chinese square, and you see all the people out in the square doing all of this exercise together, almost synchronized exercise. I'd like to try some of those things. Uh, I'd like to try some of that martial arts, you know, the taekwondo and so on, not the contact side of it, but doing the patterns and things like that. I think there's a lot of exciting things planned. And certainly Mr. Folds, Mr. Thomas, the rest of the team have really been busy. They've been pestering me because I, I said at the outset, look, we can't do PE because of the contact, the sweat, you know, passing the droplets and so on. Um, and, and they've come up with some really exciting ideas. Yeah. So, so, like you said about the different routes to the school, um, Hillside, but how will those routes be separated so everyone's safe? Okay. Um, so in some areas, we will be able to separate them quite clearly. Okay, so... For example, if you're coming into rectory and you're going in through the um, old drama entrance, then you will only use the back stairs and they will be your back stairs on the new building and the classrooms on the top floor will be yours, one of those classrooms. So in that sense, you as a group coming into that entrance are completely separated from anyone who's over in the old building or who any, anyone who is on the middle floor or bottom floor of the new building. So we've got that benefit in the school that we've got separate blocks, which some schools haven't got. So the new building will have a back stairs for certain pupils and the front stairs for different pupils. So they'll be segregated, uh, separated. You'll have the science block, which will only use one classroom on the front and two on the back so that you can access that science block from the back if you're in the back classrooms and from the front if you're in one of those classrooms on the front. So you don't have that usual jam that you have in the science rooms where you're all in that corridor at once and you're waiting for the, the mad scientists to pop out of their classrooms and call you in, okay? You, you'll have separate calm entrances in and out. There are some areas where it's a bit more challenging. Um, the, the old building, I would say, is a bit more challenging, but what we've done there is we've almost split it in half 
So we've got the stairs to the right of the building as you face it and the stairs to the left, but we're not using anything in the middle. So everyone is separate for now and they're separate in and separate out. Um, but as numbers increase, that's going to be a challenge. So when we come to September and we say we want more children back, we want to use more classrooms, we want to have more children in the corridors, that's going to be a challenge then. But we are looking at um, additional accommodation if we need to do that and still maintain the two meter social distancing. Um, and, you know, I haven't got concrete plans for that at the moment, uh, but we are looking at outdoor additional classrooms. Uh, around the school to be able to create more separate buildings, as it were. We're going to have another stop here, um, but stay tuned because Archie and Maddie still have some questions to make to Mr. Jarvis. Stay with us, stay in St. Martin's Radio. It's Miss Coughlin here. Hope you're all keeping well and not missing school too much. I can't wait to see you lot again. Take care and keep safe. Bye. Hi, Mrs. Davis here. Hope everyone is well at this during these strange times. Take care, stay safe, and hopefully see you soon. Bye. everyone mrs gibson here hope you're all safe and well i'm looking forward to seeing you all back in school when it's safe to do so take care bye Hello, Mr. Foreman here. I hope you're all staying safe and using your time wisely to complete tasks being set by your teachers. But please remember, most importantly, to spend quality time with your family over this period. Stay safe. guys mrs dean's here i hope you and your families are staying safe and well and that you're all looking after yourselves in these crazy times i'm looking forward to being together again in school in the not too distant future stay safe
You're listening to St. Martin's Podcast Radio Show. And welcome back. I think now it's time for Madison Jones. Maddie. Um, how will you make sure that everyone follows the rules? Okay, this is this is vitally important. You're right, Maddie, that we have to make sure that everyone follows the rules. That's it. Teachers and, and pupils included. I don't think there'll be any deliberate uh, breaking of the rules. Um, and certainly all the pupils that are on the list to return um, have got very good behavior records. Um, not that we've filtered them out in that way, but that ju that's just how it's happened. Those pupils who want to return are the pupils who generally follow the rules and behave very well. Um, but we're going to have to have a zero tolerance on any misbehavior, okay? I don't mean misbehavior in terms of if the teacher's talking, you're talking, but I mean um, deciding that you're not going to follow the one-way system or you're not going to follow a route. This is health and safety. This is um, children's lives and teachers' lives. So if people don't follow those rules, they don't come to school, pure and simple. They will be given one chance and one chance only. Um, people can make mistakes, but with the amount of arrows and the amount of signs and everything else, I think that's highly unlikely that they will make mistakes and go the wrong way. But certainly, if they are deliberately breaking the rules, they'll have to leave site, be collected by their parents, um, and not come back uh, onto school site because it's not safe. So, sir, thinking back to the letters that the school has sent out, saying that they're students don't need to wear their uniform but is there any guidance at all to what students should wear i haven't put guidance out which i know is high highly well, it's very much not like me is it um, <laughs> <laughs> we like a rule here at st martin's um no i haven't done that deliberately because i want people to feel comfortable in what they wear and i hope I hope that children are sensible enough not to wear maybe T-shirts with slogans which are offensive. You know, think about it as a non-uniform day. We say you can wear non-uniform, but it's got to be appropriate, okay? Not revealing clothes because the weather is predicted to be warm, hot, you know, and not offensive uh, in any form to, to anyone else who'd be in school. And that's probably the only guidance I would give. I want pupils to feel comfortable coming back to school. Also, the reason for relaxing the uniform uh, within school and saying that you can wear what you want to school is because there's going to be need to be far more frequent washing of clothes. And some people have got one set of uniform, two sets of uniform, so it's hard to kind of turn that over in a quick amount of time for mums and dads or or even young teenagers who might be doing the washing up at home. Um, so we've, we've said that you can wear your own items to school to feel comfortable in. Come September, we're reviewing what we do, but there'll be further guidance out on that. Um, September is likely to, so I'm going into another point here, but September is likely to be a transition period for the first two, maybe three weeks, because normally in the summer term, we have your sixes, come onto school site and we get, get to know them. Some of you would be their buddies, as it were, their peer buddies. And we haven't been able to do any of that this summer, which is a great shame for those year sixes coming into year seven. 
and also the year 11 is going into 12. We normally do transition activities. We have nice barbecues. We have leavers days for year 11. And again, we haven't been able to do any of that. So we're going to try to spend the first two, maybe three weeks working with those pupils to get them transitioned into school as well. Um, and then probably after that third week, we'll be insisting that when you come to school, you start wearing uniform then, okay? Because we'll be increasing the amount of time that you're on school site. That's my prediction, but obviously I'm not a scientist and I don't know what will happen with the pandemic come September, October, but that's my best guess on what we'll do at the moment. Um, will I be able to interact with my friends at school? That is such, when I, when I saw that question come through, Maddie, I thought that's, that's such a, you know, it wrenched at my heart, that one, because um, we have the same thoughts ourselves, you know, as colleagues, will I be able to interact with my, you know, my friends at school? Because we are as colleagues, we are friends. Um, and, and the answer is, it'll be very difficult to do, okay? Um, we've, we've tried where possible um, to keep you in groups where you know each other because we've used the sets for maths for year seven and eight and for nine, uh, for, for year nine we've used um, science sets in 10 and 11 and so on. Um, so you should be with people you know, but the interaction will be very, very limited, Maddie. It won't be, they won't be having a break time or a lunch time um, to start with, certainly and on the run up to the summer. So the interaction will be very, very limited. It'll be quite, quite, quite a sad answer to that question, sorry. Because uh, we'd like nothing more than to see you laughing and joking and being with your friends and kicking a football around or standing in the yard, whatever you, know, you like to do with your friends. But it's not going to be like that. Um, I, I can't make that happen at the moment. Okay, um, Archie, Matty, do you have any other questions or any comments that you would like to add at this point before we say goodbye to Mr. Travis? I think I'd like just like to say how the well I think the schoolers dealt with the stress, obviously, of all of lockdown and how this has affected everybody. I just thank you, Archie. Thank you. Um, will we still have the teachers to normally teach us? Will we have the um, the heads of the faculty? Uh, in most cases, most cases you'll have the teachers that normally teach you, okay? But in some you won't, um, because you'll understand that some teachers can't come to school, maybe for medical reasons. You know, not that, not that they're ill, I'm not saying that, but because they might be looking after someone who's ill. They might be shielding themselves because they've got an underlying health condition. So. That's quite a difficult one to manage. So you won't always have the teacher, but where possible you will. They're desperate to see you, really desperate to see you all. They really are. Um, before we say goodbye, Mr. Jarvis, I always do the same. I always give a couple of minutes to the guest to say whatever the guest wants. This is your opportunity to say anything else. I think I've got to say um, how impressed I've been with the children, actually, during this time. The teachers as well with the challenge that they've had because they've gone from not doing any distance learning work for pupils and IT skills being very good, but not in the realms of distance learning to be phenomenal, I think. Um, pupils have responded extremely well, some really exciting work that they've done. I've loved seeing um, 
There was a year seven one the other week where she was explaining the planets and the distance between the planets. And you might have seen it on Twitter. She, you know, used her little sister with various objects, went up Kafili Mountain and set them out. And there was a, a great video from that. The fact that this radio station is up and running and I've been fighting to get this running for about two years now. So, and suddenly lockdown happens and Mr. Lopez comes to rescue and we've got a radio station. Just like that, it's magic. Um, I've seen the artwork that's been produced. Some of the writing is phenomenal. Some of the stories that pupils have produced and the poetry that I've seen, I've just, I've just been overwhelmed with the quality of the work that people have been doing. And I suppose they've been doing it because they want to do it, not because there's a teacher behind them telling them you're going to get a detention if you don't do that piece of work, but because they really love learning. That's what's been so good for me. And the innovation and the creativity from the teachers, uh, I'm blessed to work with such colleagues. I really am, actually. Um, my only sadness is that it's taking so long to get us all back together, really, and get our community back together. Well, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Archie. Thank you, Mali. And thank you, Mr. Jarvis. That was all for today from St. Martin's Radio. But we will be back here. We will be on Tuesday with another episode that I'm sure that Archie, Mati will join us again. Will you do that, guys? Yeah. This was fun. Yeah, I'll do that again. <laughs> Excellent. Stay safe. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Stay safe, everyone. You won't be here tomorrow morning But you said that yesterday as well I bet I'll see you here all summer Waiting for the one who went That's the real one But he said he liked And maybe tomorrow He'll be returning And all will be alright You won't be here tomorrow morning But you said that yesterday as well I bet I'll see you here all summer Waiting for the one Today as well I bet I'll see
St. Martin's School Radio.